please enjoy the music while your party's being reached. Okay, we're rolling. We're live. Hello. How are you doing? I'm good. How are you? I drink iced coffee today, which I never do because I go crazy. I had one at 6 o'clock today. PM? Yes. Oh my god. And now it's 8. And now we're drinking wine. Yeah, well that makes more sense. It's Saturday. You can do whatever you want. Well, I woke up at like 8, maybe like 7.30, and I was like, ooh, I'm going to take a shower. I'm going to go to Frankel's because there'll be no line. Interesting. I was kind of craving a lox bagel. Mm Mm-hmm. And when I was there, I was like, well, I got to record the pod later. Maybe some extra energy wouldn't hurt. Because I know myself. I know that caffeine, like, fucks me up. And uh, it, I drink half of one. And it it's kind of sent me in a little bit of a tailspin. I, um, I went to Peter Pan at 7 o'clock in the morning. Oh. And the nice thing about going that early is that there's no condo people. There's no strollers. It's all yeah. the, like legacy green pointers. It's like the trade. It's a construction worker. It's a cop. I know. Everyone there is Greenpoint rocks. <laughs> everyone there. Everyone. It's it's the legitimate crowd. And the women still wear those uniforms, right? 100%. It's like a what color green is that? Mm. It's not a Kelly green. It's like no. A, it's not a Kelly green. It's too blue. It's a. Uh, it's like a proper teal. It's teal. It's but they have like a magenta teal. kind of weird collar. There's a lot right? of pink. All the plastic bags are pink. Yeah. Um, and also a prerequisite for working there is that you absolutely have to speak Polish. Oh, yeah. I kind of stopped going there because the line is so crazy. And I go to Moe's. Moe's is tragic. Moe's is not tragic. Moe's is tragic. If you want Peter Pan. Well, I don't like donuts so much. I love a donut. What did you get today? Well, I didn't get a donut today. <laughs> Okay, like a bacon, egg, and cheese or something? I got, I don't eat meat. I got an egg and cheese on a flavor. You don't eat meat? No. Is that a new thing? No, I haven't, I haven't eaten meat since I was 18. Oh, shit. Yeah. I mean, I was a vegetarian for like all of college. Someone told me once that I don't look like a vegetarian. That's rude. I know, but also what the but you've fuck always does been, like, that thin. mean? So that's, Past what does that tense. even mean? Keyword was. I guess because you, <laughs> you've always had like a healthy glow. True, but. What's your ethnic background again? Sicilian. And my okay, mother's yeah. Polish, so. Wait, we have like this, my dad's Italian, my mom's Ukrainian. Yeah, we're very. But I feel like similar. you're a little more olive than I am, and you're much taller than me. So we kind of have a little bit of a swap there. We're balancing each other out. Correct. But what I like about Moe's Donuts, first of all, I just get bacon, egg, and cheeses there. What I love though, they're very friendly. They are, and they put a packet of ketchup and a packet of hot sauce, and they like, wrap it up like it's like a little like. Like, they're like a stork, like, yes. bundling this thing up. There's so much care involved. There's never anyone in there. No. And then I'm like, oh, they have donuts. I'm like, I never think about donuts. I'm not, like, a sex pervert. And then I get, like, a sour cream donut, which is so good. It just tastes plain, basically, you know. He used to work at Peter Pan. Who is he, Mo? Correct. Wait, so Mo defected? To- Correct. God. Yes, that's the whole story. <laughs> and this, what year did this happen? Uh, 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 Moe's probably, I, oh, I've been in this apartment for a minute. Moe's probably opened in 2017. They're an Egyptian oh. family. They live in Queens. It seems older than 2017. 2017. It seems like 2017 years old. Don't you get like a little bit of like a Bob's Burger vibe in there yes. though? Because it's always so vacant. It is. <laughs> 
It's like Middle East Bob's Burgers. It's Middle Eastern Bob's Burgers. My friend told me to get a burger there because they serve burgers. They also have chicken tenders, which is scary. And like wings. It's a mess. I'm like, I don't know about a lunch vibe from this place. It's kind of, it kind of, it kind of is a little like Kitchen Nightmares. They like don't understand what they're doing. (laughs) They don't understand what they're doing. And the quality control is all over the place. Okay, yeah, that's why you know I kind of saying? stick. Well, that's, that's why, why I go to Peter Pan. I have my, my intuition like, don't get too crazy here. But see, Moe's is spitting distance from this apartment. It's so much closer than Peter Pan. Not that so Peter Pan closer. is far away. Not that far. But P- Moe's is probably a hundred feet away from this apartment. It's so close. <laughs> so I've, I don't know, I don't know if you've listened to the pod or like heard me talk, but like, I've segregated Greenpoint to two different areas. So have I, actually. There's rural Greenpoint oh, and coastal Greenpoint. Interesting. My friend Sean, friend of the pod Sean Manji, came up with this terminology. <laughs> However, I'm continuing its legacy. So he used to live on Sutton Street, which is, you know, mm-hmm. I'm on, mm-hmm. actually not telling anyone my address. I know where you live. You know, you know where I live. <laughs> I know where you live. But he was walking on Norman Ave near Sutton. He saw a bale of hay on the street and he started calling it rural Greenpoint. <laughs> Which makes sense because it is so far from any train. Yes. So that that um that stuck. This was years ago, and then he came up with Coastal Greenpoint, which is like um, transmitter. For me, it's like you know the only way to like put a border is like McGinnis Boulevard. Okay, interesting. So then there's like Coastal, which is you know Franklin West Street, uh, Condo Ghetto now. Condo Ghetto. Which is like so a studio is like forty six hundred dollars in in blue slip. Did you know that? Yes, I actually have look, I have seen it on Street Easy. I like to poke around. It's so do I. It's interesting that you break Greenpoint into two sections because I also do it, but the terminology is messed up. What is your terminology? And also the demarcation is totally different. Okay. I refer to it as fancy point and poor point. We're in poor point. <laughs> you're, but you're on the border, but you're on the other side. Yes. Just so slightly. But the demarcation for me is Greenpoint Avenue. Of course. So there's okay. like a north, south, and an east, west happening Correct. at the same time. Yes. So we need to we need to have like a we need like four quadrants of Greenpoint. It's huge. And it's, but every, it's manageable. It's manageable, but also like Greenpoint east of McGinnis is her own animal. I agree. Rural. Correct. Like, sure. There's no like but water features except Newton Creek, which is that's like a not super a, fun not a, site. Not a water feature. But I like rural Greenpoint, but this is poor point. So I was walking up to your apartment tonight, and like where I remembered it being, I was like on my phone. Um, I looked, and I where I thought your building was was a completely leveled construction zone. I was it's like, insanity. I was like, oh my god, did, <laughs> did Joe get demolished in his apartment? And he didn't know the entire. I was gone for six months. The entire neighborhood is under construction. It is the most disconcerting thing to me. It doesn't seem... I don't know. I mean, I know what you mean. A lot of construction happens it's in just, the summer, but a lot not, of con- not rural. No. That's how you know you're on the other side. So there's also, okay, another yes, distinguishment. 100%. So, you know, there's like, what do you say, like, poor point and fairy? <laughs> Fancy point. Fancy point and poor point. <laughs> Correct. I'm also, so there's rural and coastal. I'm also saying there's... Chambray is coastal, and then Carhartt is rural. Yes. So there's Chambray and Car and Carhartt. You're not seeing a lot of. I see a lot of like townhouses go up for sale. Sure. And people move in, but I'm not seeing gut renos happening. It's actually like, and I sit on the benches. I see everything. Yes. It's like actually like the park is fucked right now. It's like middle aged Polish people moving in and not doing anything. 
Yeah. So I'm like, well, that's interesting. But Carhartt is just so theater. But you're not wrong. People are performing middle class, of course. That has been happening in New York for well over a decade. Honestly, the, the entire time that I've lived straight here, straight now, the queering of street culture <laughs> drives me absolutely apeshit. <laughs> We're definitely digressing, but um, if I can say anything, a tank top and a pair of shorts, it's not an outfit. I don't know if the mic picked that up. I went. There you go. I hate it. Everybody is a carbon copy of each other. It it's is really insanity. hard to dress in the summer here. I don't give a fuck. So hot you and humid. It's hot. And I'm it's, wearing a button up. You are a little overdressed for the middle of July. But it's like 74. But it's but it's 85 percent humidity. I know. It sucks. It's hard. Living here is difficult. But when you else? have like a belly, yes, it's like, can I just wear a, a white t-shirt? My f- no, no. My friend turned. Thank you some- for agreeing so quickly because I, I but, really need that. But I hear it's you. true. But my friend termed, my friend uh, told me this term, and he refers to living in New York as um, uh, being attached to a golden pair of handcuffs. Okay, you're strapped in. Yeah, you're locked but in. also, and then you leave. But you only want to come back. Maybe it's a little Stockholm syndrome too. But also at the same time, well, where else in the where else in this country do you want to live? We can't go to rest. And every time I leave, I've never moved out of New York once I moved here. Actually, no, I did live with my mom for two months. You had a little hiatus. I had a medical one. So and we're gonna get all into that. Yes. But I moved because I um, was almost kind of I was like mental breakdowny like a lot. Mm-hmm. So my lease ended. I was like twenty nine. Ended in like June, and then I found a place in Ridgewood through a somewhat friend, like an acquaintance. And he's like, okay, so like August 1st, you can move in. So I was like, okay, I have two months. I'm just going to like spend the summer upstate at my mom's house, which didn't sound great, but like summers upstate are beautiful. I love nature. So I thought that'd be fine. I won't fight you on that. Literally the second I move my stuff, I literally pull into my mom's driveway and this little faggot, he's very like... I think he's non-binary now, but just wears, like, a crop top and, like, big pants. Um, was like, actually, so I'm going to give you a room to my friend. I hope that's okay. And I was Who like, is this person? Um, well, I've learned that, like, you can't... I turn the mic down and, like, I... Uh, it still picks up sound. His name is... Uh, I'll type it on my phone. But so I'm like, girl. <laughs> I just rearranged my entire... Life. Life. The entire thing. I'm living... I'm about to turn 30. And... I think this is his name. Their name. I don't know who that is. That's fine. That's probably better. Yeah. I mean, also, I will say, for the record, people with that first name... Yeah. You know what I'm saying? I know what you're saying. I'm not there for it. It's zero stars on Yelp. So I was like, wow, I'm about to turn 30. I'm living in my shitty hometown it's not like it's not hudson it's not ithaca it's not even syracuse it's like (laughs) elmira new york and i'm like oh my god first of all finding an apartment's impossible let alone from uh five hours away why would you ever want to rent up there well i didn't you didn't need to well no i wasn't trying to exactly i was like i'll take a little siesta from new york city kind of get my bearings come back 
and I luckily found the place in Greenpoint where I live now, but it was so random. My friend sent me a Facebook posting from his friend from college, and I was like, I will do anything. I will just send you the money. I'm not even gonna, like, just send me like two pictures. Mm-hmm. I will literally do anything to rural Greenpoint. It's a good location. It's a nice place. And it all lucked out. But, um, what were we talking about before that? Do we, we, we we're just, the just most t- we're just talking about Greenpoint. Baby. I feel like I went on too long about, uh, Greenpoint. Just my own little tangent. But I respect it. I understand. How what you're long saying. have you lived in this apartment, though? I've been here for, I've been here for eight and a half years. Mm. Yeah, been a minute. I've nice. had two different roommates here. One left me. Um, she was amazing, but she moved to Oregon. I don't understand why anybody would do that, but she did it. Uh, got married, flipped a bunch of houses, building a house right now with her husband. Um, and then I had another person that lived here. Um, he was. Uh, you know, if I use the terminology Bravo gay, does that make yeah, sense to you? Absolutely. Hardcore Bravo gay. Him and I did not mesh very well. Do I know him at all? Would I see him around? You would have never have known him. Okay. Um, but no, not part of the scene. Also, like, not, didn't hang out locally. Hung out by, like, his office in Manhattan and yeah. then would come home, like, stammering drunk. Um, <laughs> yeah. But, like, not in a hot way. Do you watch any Bravo shows? I don't watch any Bravo. Also, famously, I'm very, like, anti-television. Is there a screen in here at all? There is an iMac in the other room that sometimes... Right. I remember the iMac. Sometimes I watch, like, a dinner show. I have, like... I have... Like, what? Like... I have three... Keeping up appearances on PBS? Um, a dinner show for me? Yeah. A dinner show for me is, um... uh, I watched Downton Abbey maybe three or four times. Oh, no. (laughs) That was like the worst possible answer. Why? It's an incredible show. Also, for me, it's not... I'm I'm waiting for... boring. Okay. It's slow, but it's excellent. Mm -hmm. It's dramatic. Yeah. It's very good. And it's very well produced. I can agree with all those things. I'm also... I'm a big, big fan of The Crown, and I'm waiting for the next season. And that's a huge dinner show for me. Okay. And also Mad Men. When I was sick, I watched it. Shit, I like blasted through Mad Men again. I was like, sure, I'll watch this for a third time. I didn't mean to watch Mad Men. You've never seen it. I've caught a lot of episodes. I had like a friend that would always watch it. And you would college. You would yes, Jesus, college. It's not a new show. No, it's not. <laughs> um, it's not. But um, it seemed impeccably done, and it's impeccably. I love John Hamm because you know I love Christina Hendricks. Yeah, and uh, what's her face? Elizabeth Smart. No, it's but she people hate her though. Her name's not Elizabeth Smart. Um, Elizabeth. Um, <laughs> Elizabeth with an S. Um, it's not Scientology. It's Elizabeth. It is Scientology. Holmes? No. <laughs> no. Um, don't wait. Can I look it up? Yeah, look it up. Hold on, really quick, just quickly. Elizabeth. What is her fucking last name? Hold on. It's <laughs> You're a freak. Um And it's not it's not Holmes is not smart. Elizabeth Moss. Moss. I don't it's think I would have come of, to Moss. Yeah, but it's also it didn't kind have of, an M for it's me. It's shameful that you and I didn't know it. Well, I mean you're such a huge fan. Well I was I But I also don't watch day. television. John Hamm is like the hottest alcoholic I could ever imagine. He is pretty hot. First of all, he's just like hot. He's hot. But then he also has like the um, 
the five o'clock shadow. Mm-hmm. And so when he lets it go, when he's been on a bender, he probably looks really haggard, which is hot. Did you see him in that recent progressive episode? See, I'm sorry, commercial? Um, episode no. commercial. He's like filled with fillers. He looks <gasps> awful. No. Yeah. How, why? Awful. He's like, that he's like, he's like, perfect. I agree. But he's like, he's like out to dinner with Flo and he's like no, puffy. Not Flo. Puffy. Well, Flo is progressive. I know. That's such a dream job to just be like she an makes an average in, looking I, person and be like a multi-millionaire. She has a seven figure salary. Yeah. Yearly. Yeah. For years. It's like, maybe it's because, like, Mythbusters got canceled and, like, these, like, deranged freaks need, like, another redhead to, like, step in and be like, oh. She's not red. She has, like, bright red hair. No, she doesn't. No? No, it's, like, brown. It's, like, it's, like, (laughs) shit brown. She has, like, she has, like, really nice porcelain skin, but her hair's shit brown. My God. Sorry. Like, mine. Or was. Past tense. (laughs) (laughs) It's going to grow back. I'm so ready to have my hair back. I lost, I lost like, I lost 80% of my body hair. So yeah, let's, let's, uh, let's talk about that. Let's get into it. So we're going to talk about the C word. Yes. And I'm not talking about the podcast with Alyssa Bennett and Lena Dunham. I'm not talking about the astrological sign. We're talking about cancer folks. And Joe... You got it. Yeah. Right? Or you're kind of... Currently. Yeah. I'm still waiting on my final PET scan, but I have had lymphoma since December 2021. Lymphoma, is that like a... It's a blood... It's a blood cancer. cancer. It is cancer in your lymphatic system. Ugh. But you discovered it... You had like a growth on your chest. I had a superficial bump coming out of my chest, and I found it at work. So your bump was as fake as you are? Correct. How quickly did this develop? It was painless, and I didn't have any symptoms, except for the fact that something was quite literally growing out of my chest. What was, like, this... How, okay, so what was the size of it when you went to a doctor, and, like, how quickly did it develop from, like, zero to that? Well, it kind of just appeared. It was always the same size, when I found it, oh, it God. never, it never, I never, I never physically saw it grow. But when I found it on my chest, it was like the size of like a Kennedy half dollar. That's what I always told okay. people in terms of like, that's a very specific diameter. And it's kind of like, I I'm, know exactly. I'm, I have a clunk in my I'm, bedroom. I'm, I'm, I'm aging myself by saying that because I feel like <laughs> so, there's so many people that a have lot of never my touched are, one. <laughs> primarily ages 20 to 20 and they're probably just like, what is a coin? They have no exactly like metal. Like what? Like Kennedy uh, half dollar coin. For, in terms of in terms of U.S. currency, they're gigantic. Work okay. They're gigantic. I, I mean, gotta, I, I don't think I think they're the biggest coin the U.S. has ever made. So was it like it was round, not flat like it a coin, was round? Was it? No, it wasn't flat like a coin. But the diameter <laughs> yeah. of it was <laughs> the diameter of it was a Kennedy half dollar. But it was much more of a bump. So this sprung up seemingly overnight yes i was like what i found it at work and then i had a very good um co-worker she's a very good friend she's please she's a very she's a she was she's fabulous and i kind of like walked up to her and we were at work and when i was this was also when i was working in um east new york and i was like 
I just literally was just like, can you like feel my chest? And she felt it and she was like, you have to go to the doctor. She was a little bit of like an alarmist. I was not. I did not think it was serious at all. But she was like, okay, have to go to the doctor. And I was like, okay. And this was, this was probably the first week of September. Uh And I went to the doctor in October. So I did wait, which is 100% what you're not supposed to do ever. I waited probably four weeks before I saw my internist. And then I went to my internist. Okay, rewinding a second. Okay. Do you have health insurance? Did you have it? Yes, I had health insurance at the time. Did you pay for yourself? What was the provider? I want to know kind of like... Which part of this, though? Which part? Like like, before, like when you found the lump, what insurance did you have? How much were you paying? And like, was it through work or was you, were you paying like out of unfortunately, pocket? Unfortunately, it was not through work. I was paying through it out of pocket. But the fact that I had it was good because we can like definitely divulge especially when chemo started and i was getting every fast okay because i'm so deeply curious because this is like a a bit of a morbid curiosity but also like you know cancer is very common unfortunately but it's also not common when you're 31 Mm. when you're 31 you know and you have cancer where's my jewel um when you have cancer and you're 31 you kind of you watch the world spin and you watch it from like the sidelines and it's like miserable i feel like watching downton abbey is maybe more miserable downton abbey's fabulous no i know i watched the first season (laughs) i actually got like i got fined by like the fbi for like i torrented (laughs) in this is in 2012 i like lived in this loft with strangers and I, I torrented an episode of Downton Abbey and it was like in Russian and I just like try, thought I deleted it. But then I got like served like a notice and my my roommate was just like, well, what, who the fuck torrented Downton Abbey? And I was like, it was, I was the only gay person in the, I was like, obviously oh, like, it you. wasn't me. Obviously you, <laughs> god damn it. Sorry, if you see me like rooting around my shirt, like I have a weird, I have a lump on my shoulder, I'm just wondering. You have a lump on your shoulder? But it's, it looks like a... Can I feel it? it? I don't... I, is it this? I can't remember which side it is. I'm just going to kind of pop the top off. It's you have like a somewhere. lump on your shoulder? Where? Maybe it's the other side. No, that's flat. Is it the top? Right here? That? That's I your... Sh- that is anything. That is your shoulder blade. No, there's like a whole ass... I don't... You... I'm going to pause for one second. Pausing for one second. Okay, we sat back down. It it, it looked weird. Would you say it was maybe? Uh, it was maybe a. It could be many things. Okay, but it is. I'm not a doctor. It's something a little strange. I mean, but also at the same time, it could be very normal. I mean, right. it could be. It could be. You know, do you have cystic acne? Mm-hmm. Have you had cystic acne? Because I've had cystic acne. No, I know what that never. feels like. Never. But you also accuse me of kind of having, like, back knee. You're like, there's two pimples in the area. And I'm you like, have, you I don't have, think there's pimples in the area. You have a couple pimples on your back, and that's very normal. That's fine. I'll, I'll accept that. They're also very small, so, like, don't shit the bed. But this isn't, like, red. It's just, like, it's not red. It's raised. It's raised, but it can be... So it's a lump of cells. It's a lump of cells, but it doesn't necessarily mean it's malignant. It's so funny I'm making this about me. That's okay. <laughs> It's fine. Because I, I, listen, I, like, I, I, like, went through it. Yeah. You know what I mean? I, I got the spark notes on oncology. Uh-huh. So, I get it. I understand it. 
So let's rewind again. Mm-hmm. When you went to the doctor, yes. what did like the diagnosis like feel like? That that moment where you were like Well, I went to the internist first. I went to my internist. And he felt it. He was an inter I don't know what internist means. Internist, I mean internist is like a GP. I don't even have that, but you should totally have a general practitioner. Yeah, you're or a PCP, right. which is also a GP. I've or only accidentally done that once. I'm just saying, I think it's important, Outside especially of clockwork bar. You're a gay man in New York City. You need an internist. Yeah. Okay. Okay. You're right. No, I know you're right. I'm All a right? child. I'm. No, you're not. But no, I, I act. I'm a, a immature. I mean, I don't really. You're not immature. But I'm just saying you need to, like, take care of your body. Because this is the first-person perspective on why it's important. Right. This is going to be a bit of an awakening. A little bit. For me and hopefully uh, listeners out there. Yes. Life comes at you fast. But, yes, okay. So I went to the internist. And I was like, by the way, I have this bump on my chest. And he felt it. And he was like, oh, it's, like, really soft. And I was like, is that a bad thing? He's like, no, that's a good thing. And I was like, oh awesome and he's like go get an x-ray so then he sent me to um i went to um beth israel that's where i got the x-ray and i went in mm-hmm. and i took an x-ray of my chest how many days elapsed between the internist appointment and the x-ray same day i left oh, his same day okay. i left so much, my god i feel like wait days I, in I left his i left his office and i went to beth israel his office is in chelsea and then i took the subway and mm-hmm. went to beth israel got the x-ray waited a couple of days then he called me and was like i don't like how this looks go he he was like he specifically was like i don't like the shape of this thing mm-hmm. go get a ct with contrast and that was its own animal and i thought that was crazy so then i went to like the um ambulatory service at union square this is all mount sinai and i went and got a ct with contrast i'm like a little allergic to contrast and when they put it in your body it's through what is is like an injection correct it's iv and so like they, they, they shoot. inject you something so it sh- like things show up on an x-ray? Yes. Is that, okay. The contrast goes into your blood and it it quite literally gives you, con- like, it gives you contrast within, like, organs. Gotcha. Right? Yeah. Or, like, malignant tumors. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. I, I uh, went and did the CT. And then they, what they do is they put you in the bed because it's like, it's comparable to like an MRI and they have you on the bed and they send, they send you through the machine and then they inject, they inject the contrast in you. And like my thyroid started to swell and I got super nauseous. Oh God. It was like the first time truly where I had been like, wow, I'm going to throw up right now. I'm going to throw up right now. And... I didn't, but I had, but it was, it was the, like, I was on the cusp of, of being ready to throw up and I went through it and they put the contrast, the, the contrast went in me and I went through the machine and they got the scan. How long are you in the CT or CAT scan? Oh, that's fast. You're there for maybe three or four minutes. Oh, they send like you 30 or 40. No, they send you through. I waited longer than the scan took hmm. and this was right before Thanksgiving. 
so it was like the fro- it was Thanksgiving's always on a Thursday. Correct. I went Wednesday. No, yeah, uh, no, I'm sorry. I went that Tuesday. Then I had Wednesday. I went to New Jersey. I stayed with my family. I was back for the weekend. Monday morning comes. And my doctor calls me on his cell phone. Oh. And sure. I am in C-Town in Williamsburg. And he Ooh, says... That's bleak, too. I know. But no, it's the nice one. It's like the it's the like the re like, the rebranded one. Where is that? The one that's uh, like Graham by, and Metropolitan. The one that's oh the the one that's by that really cool vintage Japanese store. About glamour, it's called About Glamour. No, the one that's like no, that's Havemeyer. Okay, that's Havemeyer. About Glamour is like Havemeyer and Grand. Right. The, well, it's it's oh, it's, it's on, on Metropolitan. It's on, yes, they rebranded that because I haven't walked that sea town. That sea town's like fancy. That sea town know. is Metropolitan and, and uh and Graham. Right. Okay, work. Couple so I was there. Where were you buying? Well, I was there getting. I needed solo cups because this was also a period of time where I got like the biggest purchase order of my life and i was actually renting an additional studio on oh, top no of way. where yes so a little backstory i'm a ceramicist we didn't talk about that yeah guys pause the episode <laughs> google joe look at his work it's so fun and so cool and so okay what i don't like about a lot of modern ceramics is that people have lost the kind of craft and skill and they're like well it's they use wabi sabi as like a crutch a hundred percent. Whereas you utilize is it a way where it's like not the most obvious thing. Totally. You make very beautiful objects. I also work in foam, which is ridiculous. Foam. Yes. So Pollution. I had a correct. So I had a foaming studio that was not tangent to do where. Do you have anything to do? In... No. Okay. We'll, we'll get. We'll get to that. Okay. It hundred percent did not. But we will get to that. Don't spoil it for people. <laughs> That you did this to yourself. You know what? And, and you know what? My parents, I don't my, feel bad my parents, my parents fucking chewed me out, and I was like, no, oh, no, God, no. but we'll get that. that. We'll get to that. We'll yeah, get to that. My parents were, my parents are insufferable, but we will get to that. The doctor calls me. I'm in the sea town, and he's like, "You have to go see a thoracic surgeon this week." Mm. And I was like, "What?" First of all, I didn't even know what a thoracic surgeon was. Have I've even seen the no- first Jurassic Park. Probably not. <laughs> right. right. Quick aside. So, do you even think dinosaurs walk the Earth? Absolutely. Okay. Well, I don't. Why would you argue that? <laughs> it just doesn't seem right to me, Joe. Oh my God! All right. Why? They're too big. They should have survived the. Have you asteroid. been to the Natural History Museum? Uh, and those aren't real bones. You don't think those are real bones? You can make bones in your apartment. <gasps> okay. You're kind of. I'm sorry. I want to get you're, fired up. You're giving me. You're giving me a little like flat Earth energy right now, and I don't like that. I don't like that. Can you stop banging around? This is my apartment, and I can do whatever I want. Great. I'm sorry. I know it's a very sensitive microphone, but <laughs> let me get. It's this. a very sensitive. Subject I want. We're it's a very sensitive subject. And use your coaster. I gave you. Oh my god! I'm so sorry. I just want you to sound the best. Yes. What? I apologize. Uh, oh, from Maracuja. Yeah, yeah, which I love, by the way. I, okay, so I haven't been there since I'm, probably before the pandemic, and I googled it just me like randomly because I was maybe going to see a movie. I decided not to. But are they like a cocktail bar now? 
No, they're a super dive. Uh, that's what I thought. They're a super dive. It's filthy in that's there. That's what I loved about it. Pool Correct. table yes. next to the movie theater. I saw Owen Wilson in there. The last in time. In Maracuja? Correct. It's another story for another time, but yes. I feel like it'd be funny to see Owen Wilson like get hit in the nose with a cue ball and have it kind of reset itself. He was he had like a little bit of an entourage. We're getting really off subject. Doesn't right matter. Now. Okay. Let's talk about Owen Wilson for another second. Okay. Who's he but, with? Do you recognize anyone else? No. Or just was, like a no, bunch no, no. of people. It was just he was just like a boo with a bunch of people. Well, I'm in Brooklyn. Correct. Yeah. Like being in Brooklyn for someone like him is like a thing. But I did sit next to him and I did see that nose. Was he drinking? Yes. Yeah. What was he drinking? This is pre pandemic. This is twenty nineteen. I couldn't confirm it. Okay. Sorry, a couple other things happened to me since then. I apologize. Like what? Oh, yeah, right. So back to that. <laughs> so You have to go to a thoracic surgeon. I have to go to the thoracic surgeon. Correct. ASAP. ASAP. I got the God. appointment that week. Yeah, okay. So then... I mean, is that like... Um, are you lucky to have it so soon? Is there like a waiting list? I wanted it... Well, he scheduled the appointment for me. Mm-hmm. He's like, this is a priority. So then, that week, I'm at Hess. And Hess is the... The gas station? Hess is the cancer hospital. Hess is the cancer hospital. You hang out the trashiest places. I don't think... Hess's don't exist anymore. Hess gas... No, I know. But do you think they still have those, like... Did you collect the Hess gas station? You know there's several Hess trucks in this apartment. Right, I know. My favorite was the helicopter when I was a kid. Incredible. Because I pretend I was, like, flying around. Did it come on a flatbed? Or am I making that up? It came on a flatbed. Yes, yes, yes. yes. (laughs) There was a Hess gas station around the corner from my apartment house I grew up in. Yes. And uh, it's no longer now. It's like a a sitgo or something. I feel like it's a... Hess is Kanoko. So you have Kano- no, there's Kanoko as well. We don't have that. Okay. Um, but yeah, we, we like automobiles, toys, collectibles. Mm-hmm. So anyways, thoracic surgery, gotta go ASAP. I'm at Hess, which is at the main Mount Sinai, which is in Harlem. It's its own building. Yeah. Being at Hess is like herded cattle. <sighs> this is also the... This is early December, and this is when Omicron is oh, like... Oh, I remember yes, the holidays this is, being like... Yes. I was like, they fucking planned this shit yes. to make everyone's morale sink I'm to the H- depths. I'm at Hess. Was this 2020? This is 2021. This is okay. December 2021. Right, right. Okay. And I meet with this thoracic he's the head of thoracic surgery at Mount Sinai. He also ran for mayor. So if you Google his name, there's all of these YouTube campaigns for him. Oh. It's really ridiculous. That's cool. But he was amazing. I mean, random. He was amazing. He was amazing. I'll vote for him. He spoke three languages. What three? Spanish, English, and Arabic. Hot. Yeah, I know. And he was also hot. <laughs> so cool. Yeah, he was hot. Yeah. His name is um, Raja Flores. <laughs> Raja, come on. His name's like Jinx Monsoon. I, I mean, kind of, but with a doctorate. Raja Flores. <laughs> yeah, Raja Flores. Thoracic surgery, Mount Sinai. Oh, yeah, no. He, he comes right up. <laughs> yes. He. Sure. I mean, he saved your life. This guy? Yes. 
He's much hotter in person. Trust and I believe. I mean, I also trust believe and believe. In, he looks like someone. Also, his bedside manner was impeccable. I would never hook up with. So that's what it is for me. Okay, I understand. You know that yes. that thing. A hundred percent separate. It's kind of like when someone has a like a specific name. It's an automatic no for me. You know what I mean? Like regardless <laughs> of how hot that person might be, if they're named like X, Y, or Z, it's like a no for me. Uh-huh. Do you think that's ridiculous? Yeah, but like, you know, I can't crucify you tonight because you can totally throw me under the bus. <laughs> it's your show. Well, the show would be nothing without my guests, and uh, I want to. Okay, so so we do that. We do that. We do that. So you're I, so the I, Hess gas station. You're I'm, at, your I'm at the Hess gas station. Correct. I'm at the Hess gas station. On the flatbed truck. Correct. And, um, oh, can I back up a little bit? Mm-hmm. With the CT scan, there comes a radiologist impression. So a radiologist reads the scan. And I got that imaging and that abstract from the radiologist in my portal via Mount Sinai. And I'm reading this before I see Raja and I have to Google terminology because medical lexicon is beyond my rationale. So I'm Googling stuff, reading this impression, being I like, can't even what? the name of the hospital that you're at or whatever. Yes. <laughs> so I understand so, where you're coming so, from, I think. So... <laughs> so I'm reading this thing and translating it, trying to understand what this radiologist is saying. And I just like can't even believe what is being said. They have like dimensions on this tumor in my chest. And I'm just like, wait, this is gigantic. What were the dimensions? Um, I mean, I can pull it up, but one of them was... um, Because it probably goes much deeper, right? Than the surface? It was spread, but we'll get into it. Okay. Um, one of the one of the uh, measurements was like 14 centimeters <gasps> which is like four and a half inches that's huge Joe. huge that's so major <laughs> major and then at the end of the at, at the end of the abstract the radiologist kind of like deduces what is wrong with the patient and they're like oh it's like either saying. it's either thymoma or it's lymphoma I've and never I was like, and before, I was like, what the fuck is thymoma? So then I Google thymoma, okay, yeah. which is a mistake. No. And thymoma is cancer in your thymus, and your thymus, thymus. your thymus produces, um, your thymus is the producer, the factory that produces white blood cells. Oh. So if you have cancer in your thymus, it means that your thymus has to be surgically removed and you don't have white blood cells for the rest of your life. And also the cancer survivor rate of thymoma is 23%. Oh, so I am unraveling. I'm starting to sweat. I know. I am unraveling in this apartment. I can't fucking sleep. I probably shit, like, I, 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 like, people go through, like, dramatic weight loss or weight gain in, like, intense periods of stress. I am um, the latter. I was shedding weight. I was emaciated. Okay. I was not sleeping. I couldn't fucking eat. I couldn't work. I couldn't do anything. And also, no one knew. I wasn't, I didn't tell anybody. 
So then I met Raja. Yeah. I met Raja. And Raja was amazing. And he's like, listen. He, yeah, he boots he, the house down. He, like, he was incredible. And he was like, listen, if you have lymphoma, you have six months of chemo and you're going to be fine. And he's like, if you have thymoma, we do surgery, I'll rip it out of you. And then you do chemo. And I was like, okay. But this is also during Omicron. And I'm like, how am I going to be immunocompromised and manage COVID? Do you think that Raja kind of looks like he's part of the Cuomo family? I think that's... No. He kind of looks like emaciated... The hair? Andrew Cuomo. No. He does. His hair is too curly. Hmm? It's too curly. And he doesn't look like Chris at all. Chris is just like such a stupid meathead. We like Chris. I love Chris. Chris is hot He looks like Andrew Cuomo with like thymoma. I hate the fact that... Sorry, I mean crass. No, you're not. But I hate the fact that Chris Cuomo worked for CNN. I know. Isn't that disgusting? If you work for Fox, I think he's so much hotter. He's like, oh, I'm lifting weights to like get over COVID. I'm like, both of us, bitch. both of us are canceled, so it's fine. Yeah, but Chris Cuomo, sexy. Also, Duh. also, um, not to not to go on a separate tangent, but have you seen like images or footage of um Hunter Biden like smoking crack? <laughs> I've seen. Isn't it? Wait, have you talked about this on the show? <laughs> Not since the last drop, surprisingly. I mean, I'm why isn't all this, over Hunter Biden. Why isn't this a bigger story? <laughs> because you know the, I mean, it depends on what you're paying attention to. Why wouldn't you pay attention to that? It's insanity. Oh, no, I mean, I am. It's I know insanity. Every, I no one's talking about it. No one's talking about it. No one's talking about it. I mean, I'm talking about it. I'm thinking about it at night. I'm yes. thinking about it in the morning. Also, it's like... <laughs> I hate that he's hot. He's so hot. I hate that he's hot. But he's also a crackhead. <laughs> they're not mutually exclusive. No, they're not. Hunter, you know, it just it's so hot when you're, like, conventionally handsome and, like, your dad is in the White House and you're smoking crack and banging hookers. They'll there's never not be hot. There's He is conventionally hot. But yeah. also at the same time, I don't think he's hot because he has a parent in the White House. No, he's just hot, hot in general. I hate objectively hot men. Yeah, I me hate, too. It's like I it's hate a little them. intimidating. I hate I'm like, Ugh. it's intimidating, but also at the same time, it's just kind of flaccid. Mm-hmm. Like your only redeeming quality is that you're objectively hot. But then what happens when you're not? You know what I mean? What happens when you right. get what happens when you get lymphoma when and you, you do six months of chemo? Correct. What happens then? Nothing. Because you know, like men that are attractive they know it more than anyone on the face of the earth and so it's like it's it's one of it's not even their fault no, necessarily no, no. no not one has at all. to be born but also at the same time and i feel like you can definitely chime in on this the past six months that i've been down and just kind of inactive and not around it seems that everyone online who has an online presence is is just their primary aspiration is to be a main character and they're not yeah everybody especially the gays if we can throw all of them under the bus right now maybe i'm a little bitter because i haven't like been able to do anything for so long Mm -hmm. but the gays i mean all of them in fucking portugal in fucking italy in the pines in the pines in april just everybody Uh. desperately 
wants to be a main character. Yeah, they fly Everybody to Portugal. Th- they fly to Lisbon. Yes. To be like, oh my god, this seafood. It's like, it's like four dollars for dinner. Like you spent two thousand dollars to fly there. I mean, I'm sure it's nice. Well, what's crazy right I now? I think travel is like very. It, I tweeted very, this the other day. I think you should have like three vacations in your entire life. I, I meant international travel. You should pick three places, and if why li- why only three? It's just I'm shooting from the hip, Joe. I think you get if you are lucky enough. That's if you're lucky enough because to go like, three places overseas. Is, oh my god! But to the travel, gays that I know yes. that we both follow, yes, they're going everywhere three, every year. Like, yes. and well, Tulum's over. We gotta go to like Zipolite now. Three, like, three. Like, I mean, I mean, in these Z- countries, Zipolite is 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 been dead. It's Every, over. So now everyone like, everyone shot their load in Mexico. Tulum was correct. Williamsburg. Oh, well, Tulum was, well, t- was Bushwick, and now what's the what's the well, Ridgewood? Well, also Tulum is very 2016. I know. Even I know that. I mean, yes. ancient ruins, but like, my Co- God. I mean, yes. But I will say, I will say. In so my it was the Maidwell store in Ridge, uh, Williamsburg. <laughs> sorry, sorry. Sorry, sorry, sorry. <laughs> but but um, but um, um, in my opinion. The gays go to the wrong destinations. You know what my favorite fucking trip was ever? And Where? nobody goes. And it doesn't make any Is sense. Is it a nude beach in New Jersey? No, but I've been to Gunnison and I love Gunnison. It's okay, not for well. you. It's not for you. You don't like that. I don't like that. But you don't fun. like that. I love swimming naked. And I love being yeah. at the beach with like my like bagel body. Like I don't give a fuck. Joe, you've never had a bagel body. Bagel body body and i currently have a i will cruise body. you wait are you have you like gained thir- weight since I'm, like before chemo because i feel like i you look the same no i gained easily 30 pounds from no, chemotherapy you did not dan were you that thin before dan i was emaciated before i was like 122 <laughs> pounds before chemo and i so you're saying when like we hooked up like a couple years ago i was a hundred pounds heavier than you a couple years ago three did you did we hook up three years ago that seems really long it was before the pandemic you didn't come over during the pandemic no are you sure pretty sure 2019 was the last time that you were in this apartment yeah because remember i left a pair of socks here Yes, I do remember that. It was actually so perverse because they were like a pair of like little Tommy Hilfiger. Like I yes! have like my. I still have them. No, they're in my apartment. I wait. You took them, them back? Yeah, because I was like, I need. There's very sentimental socks. Wait, that's interesting like because Tommy I knew. Like, I, I, little, I distinctly knew that on. they weren't mine. <laughs> they were little boys' dress socks. Yes. And they're like Tommy Hilfiger embroidered. Tommy Hilfiger is from my hometown, so it's like I don't know. I was like, these are. I think I wore them to like my confirmation. I was like seven years old or something. I was like, I was missing one of them. I was like, fuck, like, I got to get the other sock back. Um, and I was rooting through, because, like, I couldn't um, gauge the weather tonight. So I was like, should I wear socks with my sandals? And I was, like, rooting around my sock bin. And I found the, the Tommy Hilfiger socks that I left here. And I was, you returned them to me very kindly. I don't uh, even remember doing that. But I was like, that'd be so weird to wear them back over you should have but i was like maybe you should have but so they're like they they were like is if you're like an you know eight-year-old boy they're like knee-high socks but i wear them and they're like ankle socks now it's a little perverse but i love my mind i love that you and i 
last week when I saw you on the street, we're like, let's do a podcast and talk about your lymphoma. And now we're talking about uh, Tommy Hilfinger. We're talking about my, my socks. Well, I was like, oh, Joe, like I can uh, cart you out and exploit your tragedy. It's not a tragedy. I'm here. I'm not dead. I know. Anyway. So that happened. I went to Hess. I went to Hess. You fueled up. I fueled up. And then you I gassed ha- up the whirly bird. And then you I went ha- to the Hampton. Correct. And then I had to go get a PET scan because when you have, when you have, this is also before this. All of this happened before I got properly diagnosed. Right. Okay. So this must be a very confusing time. Well, it was also just like a moment where I just fully fucking unraveled. Yeah, I, can't I even imagine. You have known me for a really long time. Yeah. My head's been on straight for a really long time. And that I, I wouldn't say that. Why would you not say that? Well, I um no, you've been sane, but you're like you're I cool. get my, you're I, an artist. I'm you're an not artist, like But I also get my shit done. No, I know I'm not that. frivolous. But you're not one of these people like uh that has ever bored me that I'm like, oh, they're, you know, they've got their heads screwed on tight. I just relate to you more than like the people that work like computer jobs that are making like 150K doing like the, mm, the ty- know, the web ty- coding. The, the type A. I mean, they must be unraveling more than you are. Yeah, but the type A people hide it much better. But I don't actually think that like this is weird. It's like, I don't think it's possible to be gay and like actually that kind of type a because no oh, there's exist. a lot burning under the yeah they but exist. like trust me they're there's scary a whole, there's a whole community of them they're very scary you and i have like an implicit bias because we both live in Greenpoint. we're used to a very different we, individual we do but things a little those, differently joe yes, we do. you can always expect the unexpected over here and that's why I love living over here. Okay, so period, bitch. Yes. So. Whether it's Chambray or Carhartt, Greenpoint. What I tell people in New Jersey is that Greenpoint is the only neighborhood in New York City where it is socially acceptable to walk around in your underwear. That's real. <laughs> but okay, rewinding. I didn't mean to yes. like diminish. No, it's like, fine. Like before you um, got diagnosed, like I remember you were able to finally quit your job and like work on your own shit and have your own studio and I was like I quit bitch I quit my job because I got the biggest purchase order of my life where where was that from again was it no it wasn't it was um, I'll say it I'll say it it was it was for essence okay it was fifty thousand dollars period period which I understand two periods because there's two s's correct yes but yes with two s's yes with two yeah it's it's definitely yes with two s's they're also based in montreal oh my god i just bought some sandals so over yesterday and i don't know from what where I was from acid okay what, what what brand um they're called like malibu they're kind of like woven i bought like a pair of like do you have a photo slides and a pair of like i love mules. A woven, i love a woven sandal um we'll do it later we'll do it later um yes but so that happened i quit my job gave my notice I got an additional studio with the expectation that I was going to build out a primary studio. Okay, so you're going to get rid of your current studio, move into a bigger place. Correct. Because I had the orders. I had the money. I had the momentum. That's what you got to do. And then I got super fucking sick. Well, why'd you have to do that? Why did any of it have to happen, really? Yeah. 
I go to the PET scan. PET scan. PET scans are. You went from Hess to Petco, and there these people. No, this the PET the PET scan was at Hess. Okay, (laughs) but it was in the basement of Hess, Um, and PET scans are crazy because they inject you with a radioactive glucose. The sugar glows. The I'm sorry, let me back up. The sugar, um, cancer loves sugar, and um, the glucose reads cancer so that when they when they do the um when they invert the image of the scan what is glowing is black and that shows where the cancer is present in your body Mm. so this is all intravenous they make you drink this borax drink that kind of tastes like a shitty horchata and then they have an iv in you the borax is for um, like your stomach. Like if there's any cancer present in like your GI, that is what the borax shows. Okay, so borax, what I know is like in high school, like we took a science class and like you mix borax with something that makes like gack, like that Nickelodeon, like kind of like borax was okay. like. I never did that. Okay, well, again, upstate, we do things a little differently. Understood. The borax to me seemed like something I would never want in my body because it mm-hmm. makes like a fucking like crazy. Yes. So what, what did it like? What did it feel like when you were undergoing this process? The IV would getting you feel the sick or like no the I getting the IV someone physically putting the IV in you is the worst part of that. You kind of just sit there for an hour. They have a television. You watch TV. They fill you with this radioactive glucose. What the hell is texting you? Too many people. No one of them. It's Doctor Raja. No, we'll talk about my doctor. We'll I have an oncologist. Well, I have an oncologist. <laughs> um, and, um. They fill you with the glucose and you sit there and you kind of like marinate. They let it go through your system. Then they put you in the massive MRI machine and then they scan you very slowly. You kind of go in and out very slowly. And then it's over. And then I left. And then I went to review my PET scan with this. Like Party City? Yes. Yes. I went to, I went back to Hess and I there was this fabulous Greek oncologist. She was like my height. Sure. Yeah. Yeah. Super tiny. Powerhouse. Powerhouse, super nice, incredibly informative. Lesbian? No, straight. Work. A hundred percent straight. <laughs> We'd love to see that. Yes. A hundred percent straight. She was not gay. Good. And um she showed me because there's two ways that you can look at a PET scan. They kind of did a cross-section through me at Hess, but when I switched hospitals, they they kind of were able to, like, pan through me, if that makes sense. So you're pansexual. I'm not pansexual. I know that to be true. But... Sorry, I keep derailing you. I'm like, no, God, what's wrong care. with me? No, this is really funny. But um, I thought I was going okay, to be the funny stop person. stop banging around, Joe, again. I'm sorry. You're slamming. I... But I'm animated. If I wasn't slamming shit, I'll it wouldn't it be out. me. I'm sorry. <laughs> um, she did the cross section through me. And she started in my head. And she went down into my chest. And she looked at my head. She she did it with me. She was like this scrolling. Like, how's your head? Yes, she was like <laughs> scrolling with it. Well, it's also important to make sure they don't have any cancer in your 
fucking head because it was a different animal. So she went through my head. She's like, you don't have any cancer in your head. And I was like, thank God. And then she goes through me and I had a little bit in my neck and she showed me where it was in my neck. And then she went into my chest and she stopped midway in my chest. And the entire thing was lit up. Shoulder to shoulder? Shoulder to shoulder, shoulder lit up. And my jaw hit the ground. And I was like, how are you telling me that I am this sick. I worked 10 hour days manual labor and went to the bar and went home and did it every day and I was fully functional. How are you telling me that I am this sick? It doesn't make any sense. And she's like, you're filled with lymphoma. And I was like- She's like, them's the bricks, honey. Them is the bricks. So then, but like I didn't want to stay at Hess. This because Hess moment is, though, like- like Jaw hit the ground. That, like, when you walked out of the clinic, like, what did you do? I called Memorial Sloan Kettering, and I was like, I need an appointment with an oncologist that specializes in lymphoma. Yeah. Are so, you texting friends? Are you calling family? No one. Like- I called my I called my dad because he is the lesser of the alarmists out of my parents. My mm. mother is full throttle alarmist. I called him. Yeah, I mean, they kind of have like reason to be they're both difficult in their own special way my dad is my dad is my dad is the least difficult of the two and i kind of explained the situation to him and i was like listen to me something happened they found a lump in me it is up for debate this is before i went to hess i was like this is up for debate i don't know what it is yet but they are scanning me and it's a whole thing and he did not take it well in the sense that he was kind of like deviating from the facts that I was telling him he's like I get bumps all the time they come up and they go down and I was like you're not listening to me you're in denial I'm telling you're you in wild I've denial I was like you're not listening to diagnosed me properly. I, I wasn't properly diagnosed at that time oh but oh okay this was right. before then right but I was like you have to listen to me they found something in me and I'm getting scanned and I'm going to the cancer hospital at Mount Sinai. I'm meeting with a thoracic surgeon. You need to pay attention to me. This could be very serious. Mm-hmm. And he was in active denial, but I was keeping him updated. My mother didn't know. I didn't want her to know until I was properly diagnosed. My father told her while I was going through this. So then I was dealing yeah. with those phone calls and she's the worst. <laughs> she's the absolute worst. What was the first thing she said to you? the first thing that she's that she said to me was that she was praying that's probably like the worst thing that i needed to hear because i just absolutely don't fall into like that realm i'm just such Uh a secular bitch i don't care you know what i mean like don't go the church route with me i was in catholic school for 18 years like don't go the church route. yeah were you an altar boy i was me too bitch i don't want to talk about it we're not gonna talk about it we don't have to Anyway. I never got, like, molested, though. I never got molested either, which is fine. It's fine. It's fine. It would be... Would you, would you rather get molested for the story? Like, forget that. It's like either... Okay, so I wish I could trade in, like, the constant everyday trauma of my childhood home for getting molested once by a priest. Because then I could pin it all in kind of, like, one moment. No, I wouldn't do that. I would. And the reason why I wouldn't do that is because my household was so unbelievably violent... Um, yeah, mine um, too. My parents are animals. <laughs> it was 
our households, we are really going off topic here, but it's totally fine because it ties into me going through treatment and living with both of my parents in my 30s. Correct. But they're animals. Yeah. And they're very violent people. They're uneducated. They only know how to express certain things at certain times, and it's usually rather chaotic. They're kind of like two pressure cookers that just yep. spill over at any given moment. Do you feel like you've ever had a real conversation with either of them? I've had a... I haven't with either of my parents. My mom, I don't talk to my dad anymore, but... My parents don't... Okay. Both of them don't really know how to read and that's a huge issue. Wait, like they're illiterate. Literally, they are literally illiterate, and they were born in this Do they country. Have money? Why did you get the vibe your parents had money? I mean, or do they? I mean, define me. Define money. You're posting from a house in the view of like the city, like a little. I mean, that's me driving around. That's not my property. Okay. That's all I wanted to know. I grew up adjacent. New Jersey's crazy in the sense that you can drive for 10 minutes and go through three different towns and the socioeconomic divide is immense. Oh, I've been, the only time I've been mugged was in New Jersey. Where did you get mugged? I like, I was trying to go see my fucking friend. It was like the second year I moved to New York City in Long Beach Island. And I didn't know where I was going. And I went to like the, the ferry in like, South Street Seaport. I was trying to like take a train, New Jersey Transit to um, uh, like Tom's River, and this cop oh was God. like, "Oh, just take the bus." So I took the bus. I get off the bus with this like messenger bag with like my cameras in it and shit, like a le- like a fake leather like Salvation Army. It was so like Jessa from Girls, where I'm like, I hate Bohemian. That. I hate that. And so I'm like, oh. They're like, last stop of the bus. And I was like, when I thought this took me to Tom's River, they're like, no. And I was like, I was, Where oh, I was in you? Newark. Yeah. Yeah. My so I, wa- I see a gas station. I didn't have any cigarettes. So I go to buy cigarettes. And this dude on the bridge was like, hey, man, you got any money? And I was like, on the bridge? Where the I hell were you walking? From like the bus stop to the gas, like a half You gas had to cross a bridge. I had to buy cigarettes. <laughs> and. I knew it was happening as soon as it was happening. He's like, hey, man, you got any money? And I was like, N- I'm like, N- I had $6. I just gave it to him. He's like, we're good. I was like, cool. But I had like thousands of dollars of like camera equipment with me. Did <laughs> that get stolen? No, he should have Good. Taken he didn't know. But that was my fine. first foray into like traveling uh, to New Jersey and, uh, you know, public transportation because a cop lied to me and told me it, like the bus stopped after like 8 p.m and i got on like six it was like so weird the bus is not the way to do it no of course you can't do it no anyways anyways parents my parents they're difficult people yeah um so i was managing this alone which is fine i'm kind of I preferred it. I also switched hospitals. I, I had get to what you physically. Mean. Yes, I, I get to, what you mean. I physically. I like, I'm a lone wolf. I'm just. Alone. I, can't. I for for people in their sixties, I'm wildly more self sufficient than both of them. So mm-hmm. I was physically moving records. When you get a PET scan, it's a physical CD. So when I wanted to switch hospitals, I did not want to be at Hess. Hess is like the port authority of cancer hospitals. Oh, I didn't shit. want to be at. Hess. It's unpleasant. 
it's Mount Sinai. Mount Sinai is good for certain things. Mount Sinai is not good for that. Luckily, you and I live in New York, and we have MSK, Memorial Sloan Kettering. And I called them, and I was like, I need a specialist. I need an oncologist that works in lymphoma because I got diagnosed two days before Christmas. I was like, I need a doctor. Oh. They're like, you need to physically bring your PET scan to the first meeting. So I had to go back to Hess in the basement of Hess. Yes. You physically, you cannot be emailed. You have to physically bring the CD with you. And all of your medical records. A compact disc? Correct. My computer is seven years old and doesn't even have a CD drive. That is how PET scans function. Jesus Christ. Yes. So I had to bring that with me. With the radiologist impression from the PET scan. Confirming that I have lymphoma. So then I go to MSK and I meet the oncologist. Her name is Connie. Connie is cutthroat, emotionless, and just like, this is the regimen. The PA, the physician's assistant, Mm. was the person that kind of broke everything down for me. She's like, okay, this is what you can do. This is what you can't do. And truly... The only time that I cried during the entire process was when that PA told me how long chemo was going to be. She's like, it's six months of chemo. And I lost it. I lost it. I was like, that's such a long period of time. That's insane. That's so much chemo. Also at the time- It's a lot. It's a lot, of, it's a lot but also at the same time, I had no concept of what six months of chemo was like before no, I, I had would, treatment. Yeah, how could you? Um, and I was just kind of, I was shocked by the, by the length of treatment. And then I started chemo, I started chemo the second week of January and I finished the third week of June. And we're, we're meeting in the middle of July. So I'm pretty fresh. Let's take a quick break. Okay. Because I have to use the men's room. All right. And then we're going to talk about chemo. Okay. And whatever else we want to talk about. But I mean, this, it's interesting stuff, Joe. I have it for you. It's deep. Mm-hmm. Um, It'll be funny, I promise. I think it's been funny. It will get funnier. <laughs> <laughs> okay, be right back. Okay, we're back. Hello. Um, We were just talking about like pant sizes and how you've um gone from like a 26 i was a 28 29 i was very small and you know we're like the same age basically true but you're also so much taller than i am younger than me by a couple ages a couple years no i think we're a year apart i'm I'm 33 i'm 32 okay we're yes so i mean i'm not trying to like minimize your um medical emergency i'm just saying like it's kind of about time you entered the 30s club meaning like waistline waistline yeah i liked being really small though i like embraced it there that were so many last forever but it could you just have. get a little you need a little more meat on your bones but to be honest with you i was i was doing pretty well 
as tiny as I was. I'm very space efficient. I was like the perfect size for coach. You're like a little not, mouse. Yeah. Not like, exactly. <laughs> not like I was going anywhere, but I was the perfect size for economy. You're going nowhere fast. I'm and then you, you bought, I remember uh, you bought a Fiat 500. I still have it. Still got it, baby. Yeah. It's the perfect size for a small not game a man. big car. Yeah. No, <laughs> I hope you don't outgrow it. Did you get? You don't have the one that has like the retractable roof, right? Because nauseating. You might start ballooning like the uh, the, the blueberry from like Willy Wonka. And, I mean, I hope that doesn't happen. I well, that already happened to me when I was doing chemo. There was a certain level of inflammation in my body where I was swelling beyond recognition. I mean, quite literally. Really? I was. Do you have any pics? Yeah, I do actually. I you want to see? see you want to see how tragic I looked? Yes. Yes, desperately. Are you okay with a nude? Yeah. Okay. I've already. Yes. And we've established yes. an episode. We've seen each other nude. Yes. Um, well, I've technically never seen Dan nude because Dan doesn't get nude famously. That's not true. <laughs> yes, it is. It's a hundred percent true. <laughs> so, so you're telling me you gave me a blowjob when I wasn't nude? You had a shirt on. No way. Yes, you did. I did not. You? No, I did not. You. You are never nude. I am not. Okay. Yes, you are. <sighs> anyway. Oh my god, I lost my train of thought because you <laughs> fucked me up. That's good. You're good. You're really good at like the fucking Jedi mind trick. Okay, but I mean it's true. I'm not I I'm not exaggerating. I take my I parade around. I, I popped my you top off not. earlier and I was like uh, making you, which is very cruel that I made you try to find cancer on me, which is probably nothing. I don't think that you have cancer, to be totally honest with you. I've had a uh, mole removed from my face that was cancerous when I was ten years old. Thank God they got it. Yeah, thank God they got it. So So I'm gonna light up a cigarette in your apartment. Go for it. Here's my concern. You're not the first person to smoke a cigarette since I've been back. In this apartment. Great. But here's the thing. Tell me. If I smoke the cigarette, which I'm fully going to do. Tell me. If you start coughing, people, the listeners are going to be like, oh my god, this like ravaged chemo patient is going to be cough. If you get like the second hand, like <laughs> like if you start coughing, it's going to be very bad for me. You know that I smoked consecutively for 15 years. A cigarette, one lit cigarette is but not you, going to but be But you got shit. diagnosed and started vaping with this like giant maple syrup flavored i was vaping what is that thing that you're using it's by the way so it's so awful i've never seen it i'm so it's sorry it's the size of like a diaphragm that women insert in themselves oh it's, it's the same color and it's huge oh flesh colored it smells like maple syrup <laughs> it's terrible listen to me i understand how bad the vape is okay but i was vaping before i got diagnosed with cancer well. I I stopped smoking. I stopped smoking cigarettes. I'm not trying to connect the dots. I no. Guess. Well, also, there's no... No there's, dots. There's no correlation between smoking cigarettes and having lymphoma. I also had Do classical like, Hodgkin's lymphoma. Let me cla- let me clarify, because there's You've not Hodgkin's... you enthusiasm, right? Like, there's the good kind of... Okay. My friend actually sent me that clip when I publicly told everybody that I had cancer. Because there was yes. also a period of time where not many people knew. Mm-hmm. I was doing chemo and people were inviting me out and I was like convalescing in New Jersey, people thinking that I was still in this apartment. And I was like, oh, I'm sorry, I can't make it. I can't wheel up to horse meat disco with like my dialysis machine and like... I never went to horse meat disco. I've never Can been you either. imagine? Can you imagine me in like a harness at like one of those <laughs> venues? You know how tragic that would be? 
I would A, never wear a harness. I think harnesses are so tacky. And B, I would never pay $45 to have like a bunch of like sweaty Midwesterners try to like spit on me. You know what I mean? So <laughs> Joe, I, I just like, can't even stay up that late, you know? I can stay up that late, but like I don't need someone from Iowa trying to like put their dick in my ass. So I'm gonna light the cigarette. Go for it. Do you if want you an ashtray? Cough, there's, there's like three hundred. No, around. don't don't use that one. <laughs> I have a better one. Hold on. Okay, we're gonna pause. Um, no, no pause. I'm right here. I'm actually I I didn't pause. Thank you so much. Did you make this one? Yes. <laughs> it's so beautiful. Thank you. Again, by the way, if you guys are unfamiliar with Joseph Algieri's work, get on the Googler Schmuller. Like you are really. Like the moment, I've always loved your work. Dance really I, I photographed right your work now. years and years ago, and I've that is true. kind of we done did. it. Do you remember when I cut my finger open? Remember I was bleeding when everywhere? it was in the, when we were in Crown Heights. Yes. And um, what's the name of that? Fredericks and May. Fredericks and May. And you had this like giant Frankenstein cactus, um, light bulb fucking. That shit was a mess. You're a madman. I know. I love you though. Okay, I'm sm- I'm lighting up. If you cough. I'm gonna bleep it out. <laughs> Bleeping out every cough. It's not Don't going make me to look it's bad. Not, Joe, it's not good for my my brand. It's, if you cough, it's because you're smoking like a McDonald's like pancake breakfast in is. the palm. It's so big. It's disgusting. I can't eat, it's, it's like it's this. not for a vape. This is not a big vape. Like if a toddler found not, it, they wouldn't even know what to do with it because it's like it, too big for their it hands. It is not a big vape. It is a mid size. It is. It's like five jewels. It is the width of five. It is a. It is a mid size SUV. Anyways, here we go. Oh wow, amazing! So let's get back to like um, chemo. Chemo, baby. (laughs) So we left off. I went to. You're at your parents. I. They aren't handling it well. No, they're miserable. They're miserable. I will say not to toot my own horn. Very toot, level, toot. L- very level-headed through the entire process. Yeah, they I can imagine. They were acting like they had lymphoma, which drove me absolutely apeshit. There's so many levels to that because it's like I understand so much. Whenever like try, which, which I never bring any problems to any family member. Only as soon as I start to open up, they're like, oh, well, what about me? And I'm like, never fucking well, mind. It's them projecting, but also it's difficult when you have parents that are wildly inept. Yeah. You know what I mean? And it should be simple. You know, they could just be like, I love you. I'm here for you. My mother was upset that she couldn't, like, triage me. When I had cancer, yeah. if that makes sense. Yeah. Like I was like I was like in the kitchen in late January, like after a chemo appointment, just like making food. It was very late. They go to bed very early, but she just kind of like sneaks around the house. Um and she kind of like started to go on this like diatribe about why she was so unbelievably upset that I had to like go see a specialist for like my lymphoma and that she like couldn't take care of me and I was like Carol that's why we have specialists for something like this (laughs) I was like are you upset that like you can't give me like you can't give me like fucking amoxicillin for my lymphoma like what is the issue like what are you complaining about 
she was insufferable and I spent so much time with her and I kind of wish I spent more time with my dad. I had, I had like the time that I spent convalescing all of the good times that I had with my parents were with my dad. Okay. My dad took me to like a Vietnam vet car show, oh, which hot. sounds like it was like it sounds like it would be awful. No, but it I, was I like absolutely cars. We, like cars. we love cars. He took me to a couple car shows, and then he would take me to this place that's called Rut's Hut, which is like known for their hot dogs, and they like fry hot dogs. But I don't eat meat, so you just kind oh, of get right. so you just kind of like get the non meat things there, which is quite literally two things do you think the tofu gave you no no and the foam didn't either because i was very transparent with the oncologist i was like listen i'm sanding fiberglass i'm laying fiberglass i'm working with polyester resins i am i am working with toxic chemicals all day long this is when i had that day job this is when i was working in that massive studio yeah and the doctor was like, no correlation. Lymphoma right, just lymphoma, lymphoma just is not it's a blood cancer. Which the seems only, like it just it's like a random thing that can just happen to you. It's a random thing that happens to you and the only correlation Is there cancer in your family? Yes, but not lymphoma. Okay. And lymphoma is not genetic. Mm-hmm. And um, the only correlation with lymphoma is being adjacent to like a bunch of fertilizer actually. Like Roundup. There was that whole Monsanto um, lawsuit. That, I'm um, getting peaked. Well, I've just never heard about any of this. It's very common. Roundup. Yeah, Roundup, like a fertilizer. You have a lot of plants in your house. I don't use any Roundup anymore. <laughs> Figure it. But use Roundup. Um, fertilizer. Roundup. <laughs> Do you want to drag of the cigarette? No. Okay. Um, <laughs> <laughs> um, <laughs> are you sure? Yes, I'm a hundred percent sure. Okay. My cigarette smoking days are. Unfortunately, good. They over. Should be. I mean, I should quit. They're too. over, but I love smoking a cigarette. I was so good at it. I also love you holding a cigarette. You, look you were so good at it. I was really I'm good, good at, at it, but you're incredible. Too. Yeah, it, this, it's just it just feels right. It was second nature for both of us. Unfortunately, my life took a different turn. Yeah, it's a good, but a detour, a detour. Uh, uh, my dad referred to it as um, going over a speed bump, and I was like, "You're a prick." a little more than a speed bump. It was much more than a speed bump. It's, you know, more of like a landslide bridge out. My entire life got rerouted. I want to ask, or, you know, talk about this, like, what... I want to talk about chemo. Okay, I want to talk about... Let's talk I want to talk about the... I want to talk about, like, experiencing chemo. I want to talk about... We'll talk about chemo, and then I want to just, you know, plant the seed to, like, what you've learned and, like, how you've looked at life differently. We can definitely okay, talk about that. Let's get into chemotherapy chemo is cumulative so when you initially have an infusion and then you go to treatment and then you go home you don't necessarily feel terrible but as you have as you keep going to get infusions you only feel worse and there was a period of time at the end of getting chemo where i was just like fully incapacitated oh god and i also was adamant about going to chemo alone because my parents are just so bad in public to begin with right my mother my mother almost killed me um going to one treatment she was like driving me to the hospital and it was february 
and it was snowing and she didn't and she was driving my sister's car my sister has this like gigantic fucking SUV and she didn't know how to use the windshield wipers in the car and it's interesting that she didn't know how to figure it out because it is quite literally the same feature in every car. If you're driving a Tata in India or you're driving a fucking Aston Martin in London, it is quite literally the same feature. You pull the stock on the left. You pull the stock on the right towards you. Or the right, yeah. You pull it towards you and that... that or up. Well, up is when or it becomes down. automatic. But if you pull it towards you, you can toggle it just like going for one yeah. round, if that makes sense. Pull it yes. towards you or pull it up. She couldn't figure it out because she is just, her brain is gone. Her brain is gone. She's decimated. She's a decimated individual. She's going 80 miles an hour on 80. Oh God. Yeah. And it's snowing. And of course, like the snow is filthy because we're on a major highway. So it's like brown. You were like in like Star and Trek I, and like the, the snow was like blasting past you. It's like, 100%, like, yeah. 100% what it was like. And I am fucking screaming at her. And I was like, how do you not know how to fucking do this right now? And I was like, you're going to kill me on my way to chemo. She went once. She wanted to meet the oncologist. She met the oncologist once. And I told my dad after that, I was like, she is never fucking coming again. He went twice. And then I was like, you're not coming again anymore. But he was difficult for different reasons. Yeah. He was, he's a very emotional man. You're talking about like a blue collar Sicilian American that was never able to process any sort of emotion in his life at all, regardless of what that emotion was, whether it was happy. I think your dad is hotter than Dr. Raja. No. Okay. Just curious. I'm just kind of trying to imagine. I have photos of my dad. I don't think that he's hotter than Raja Flores. You didn't Flores. show them to me. I was just like... Raja Flores was a stud. <laughs> okay. <laughs> so... Okay. He also wasn't my parent. <laughs> well, I mean, no, of course. You can be, a, you know, objective. It's don't. Fine. All right. We're not. No. But... Um, so that was that. So then I started to go to chemo alone. And that was my my preference and you're driving yourself home i would drive myself to chemo alone and i home. didn't even think that was like a possibility i thought you'd have it to like absolutely like no it's absolutely possible so you're saying like the 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 ramifications were like the the chemo it doesn't hit you till later it hits you after a certain amount of infusions and also after a certain amount of infusions that is when you start to notice like hair loss yeah. Like it was the end of February and it was the end of my second cycle. Chemo um chemo functions in cycles. The chemo that I received, you get two infusions a cycle. I had six cycles of chemo, I had twelve infusions. Okay. So after the end of my second cycle, I went for a second PET scan. But before I went for my second PET scan, I started to notice a dramatic reduction in my hair. Yeah. And I'm not talking about the hair on my head. I like was starting to lose like all of my body hair. Yeah. And then and I you were like furry. I was very hairy. Yeah. And then I lost essentially all of my body hair. Wow. My pubes gone. 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 Armpit hair, gone. 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 
Um, and then I started to lose my like best feature. My eyebrows, eyebrows, my yeah. eyebrows started to go in May. I will say they're they're coming back. They right are now. coming back. You had like big bushy eyebrows, but I had beautiful like Michelin rated eyebrows. I, I feel like they're truly on their way back. They're nothing what they were though. But they're like they're coming back. I can see they want to come back. They want to come. They back. want to come back. They want to come back. They're coming back. They were exceptional. If you have never seen a photo of me. They're absolutely without Go question. Go to rentmen.com. Yes, forward slash. Greenpoint uh, slam pig. There you go. My best feature. Would you argue that? No, I wouldn't argue that. Best feature. Yeah. They made me me. When I think about you, I think eyebrows. Absolutely. Yeah. And you're kind of like, squir- you have a lot of energy. and I do have know. a lot of energy. I'm also kind of a hyper drunk. I kind of like go into overdrive when Cheers. I start losing. Hi. But um, I miss them. I miss my body hair. I miss my pubes. I loved my pubes. They're well, coming. You said they're growing back red. They're growing back red. Brown. Instead of brown, um, which I hate. So you're Irish now. I'm a redhead downtown. The carpets aren't matching the drapes. They never did. Oh. Right. They never did. (laughs) (laughs) Um, And then chemo. And then going to an infusion. My oncologist was stone cold. I did kind of break her shell because I was just such a character. Mm -hmm. Also, you have to realize something that I had classical Hodgkin's lymphoma. Yeah. There was nothing special about me. She could have never of like written an abstract about me to like get funding for like certain medications or treatments. I was a basic bitch when it came to cancer. And to be totally honest with you, when it comes to cancer, the more common, the better. So I had classical log- uh, yeah, absolutely classical Hodgkin's Thank lymphoma. God, I guess. Yes, I mean. absolutely, hundred percent. But I was not special to my oncologist. There was nothing special about me in terms of treatment. And she was very cold. I made a bunch of lamps for her daughters. <laughs> and sometimes we would like joke and like we had like a little bit of a key. Mm-hmm. Sometimes I was able to like break the veneer. And I was like, Connie, like, look at me. Like Connie O from around the corner. <laughs> seriously. But um I was also the baby when I was at the hospital. Yeah. Everybody, everybody literally was 30 years older than me. I was the baby at treatment. I was the baby in the hospital and I was always the youngest person waiting, like queuing. Yeah. Nobody was my age. Mm -hmm. I was the child. And I always like... Like, the one thing that helped me while I was doing all of that and and just, like, dealing with treatment and convalescing was I would always show up to the hospital in such a look. And the phlebotomist, I also had to get vitals every single time, and the phlebotomist would gag when I would show up. <laughs> like, I'd be in such a ridiculous... Like, normal for New York... But right, like, I know. normal for New York, but wild for New Jersey. Yeah. Wild. I know exactly what you mean. Wild. 
Um, and the phlebotomist would just like shit the bed. And they would put that IV in me and the IV was always in my hand. Because when you go get chemo, you like never- Like the top of your hand? Yes. Okay. They would they would they would put the IV in the top of my hand and then chemo was always in like the center of my arm and I preferred my left but there was a period of time where the veins in my left arm were kind of busted because they received so much chemo that they actually mm-hmm. had to deviate to my right which I hated because driving home was so painful. Oh, we'll talk God. about driving home. But when I would go to treatment, you always got a vital done and then you would wait. And then they would check how, like, neutropenic you were. And neutropenic is just a very fancy way to see, like, how, like, immune you are. Like, your white blood cell count. And it was always low. But it was supposed to be low because I was doing chemo. Yeah. My immune system was decimated. So they would always, like, force me into chemo. And if it was really low, they gave me this, like, Tamagotchi. Quite literally, it was the size of a Tamagotchi that they would mount on my arm. And it had um, a needle in it. And it would shoot into my vein and inject me with white blood cells. Wow. Yes. I didn't know that was a thing. So it's called, they refer to it as a wearable. And I would wear that home. And you have to wear it for, like, 28 hours. And it fills you with white blood cells. And it gives you, like, mm. weird pain, but it, like, raises your white blood cell count so you can, like, stave off infection. What was the most, like, physical discomfort you've experienced during this whole thing? The GI discomfort. Chemo makes you really constipated. Going oh. to the bathroom is like shitting a paver. And they oh. prescribed me so many, um, they prescribed me so many um, laxatives, mm-hmm. and they didn't help. Oh, shit. I know. It was insane. It makes you crazy. Yes, quite literally. But um, I would swell like a fucking balloon. Like, the level of inflammation that I would experience after treatment was um, bar none. There was nothing like it. Oh, yeah. You were going to show me a pic. Oh. Hold on. Let me show you. Quick little detour. Tell me. I want to talk about medical bills and, like, health insurance. Like, do you owe a ton of money? No, because thankfully I had health insurance. What health insurance provider do you have? Um, Blue Cross Blue Shield. Okay, I've heard of it. So you have, like, nothing. You're not, like, in... You're not, like, swimming in medical debt. My out-of-pocket maximum was $6,700. Okay. And to give you a little bit of an abstract of what I had to deal with... Can I ballpark what I would think it would cost for all your procedures? I think you're wrong, but go for it. $240,000. $240,000. I say you're a little high. To give you... That's low. Okay. But <laughs> I got a physical bill from Memorial Sloan Kettering. For whatever reason, they sent me a physical bill. I think it was before the claim got processed that they sent me this physical bill. Uh-huh. And it was for two vitals. Um, two visits with my oncologist and um two rounds of abvd and abvd were the four chemos that i received when i went to treatment Mm -hmm. and the total of the bill was thirty three thousand dollars jesus tap dancing christ it's giving financial ruin if i didn't have insurance i would have been in um, 
I would have been fucked beyond recognition. I would have never been able to pull it off or pay it. But you also have to realize right. something too. Yeah. You have to realize something too. Mm-hmm. I didn't have to go to MSK. They told me cancer and I hit the panic button. And we live in New York and I want it the best. Who could blame me? But there's uh, well, other. What do you mean? Yeah, of course but I'm just saying there. there's other. There's I mean, other, what are there other options? I mean, wait, there's like, other. care on Manhattan Avenue. There's. Greenpoint? I mean, NYU Langone's not a bad option. Also, I've heard of that I have anyway. a I have a friend that's a PA at um, New York Presbyterian, and he told me that their oncology department's very good. So I'm just saying, if anyone's listening and you think you have cancer, there's a couple options in New York City. Um, I went to MSK. I loved MSK, but if MSK doesn't take your insurance, they're very specific about insurance at MSK. And if they don't take your insurance, there's other options in New York. So there's absolutely no reason why you have to shit the bed. That's all I'm saying. So if you can't afford to see Dave Matthews at MSG, oh my god, you can see fish. <laughs> String cheese incident. You know you have options. String cheese incident. I saw them in high school. Wait. Did New Jersey uh, folk uh, did string cheese incident make their way to New Jersey? The only wait, are you, are jam you, bands. Are you talking about specifically Dave Matthews? This is a different band. Oh, okay, but but didn't Dave Matthews like? Didn't he like kind of fuck up? Like, did you hear about that incident in Chicago? That happened years ago. Wait, they dumped like sewage off of a bus, and it like landed on people on a in boat? a river. Oh wait, yeah, no, you're right. <laughs> he's a, an animal. Yeah, he's an he animal. It wasn't his fault. You know, it's like you don't think he facilitated that. No, I don't believe. You think he's in charge of like the tour bus? I think that he saw that boat and he was like, "Let that shit fucking drop." People are obsessed. Do you think that could cure cancer? Getting covered in feces? I don't mm. think so. I, I think mean, I, I'm open to exploring think, options. I think I think um, getting covered in shit would only make you sick. Yeah, you're probably right, Joe. Would only make you sick. So you've done your last chemo appointment was the seventeenth of week. June. No, the seventeenth of June. Okay, so a month ago. <laughs> a month ago. And so we're waiting for. I you have, have another scan next week, right? I have my final PET scan on Thursday. You have to go to Petco in Union Square. I have to go to I have to go to the David Coke building on like seventy third. Also, did you I thought it was Koch. It's Coke. It's Coke, right? It's Coke. But did you just like learn that recently like yes. I did? I always thought it was Koch. It's Coke, unfortunately. It's Coke. It's Coke with a K. It probably sounds like we're doing Coke tonight. I've never done Coke. You Are you that? serious? A hundred percent. Oh my god, Joe! I haven't met you. I feel like you're on coke. A lot of people think I'm like an avid drug user. Never. No, I don't think that. A lot of people think I'm an avid drug user, and I'm not. I don't think that. A lot of people think that. Never done coke. No. You ever done Do coke? Yeah, I've been to coke. I've been to coke a couple times. <laughs> well. Yes. I mean, I'm gonna. <laughs> gonna pray for you thank you i um i'm very excited i would love to be in remission there's no guarantee of it but next week's when you find out next week is the confirmation a fish in remission okay we'd love to see that a hundred percent yeah um i can't find a good photo for you i apologize that's fine i like oh you know what you know what all right 
All right, this is good. This is give me the worst, the worst, the worst of the worst. This Absolutely. is this. Yeah, this might be it. This is the middle of April. The, like the middle of treatment was terrible. Yeah. Um, I'm getting excited. It's so. It's wrong. Really, it's really bad. We've had like a bottle of wine. I look like fucking shit. No, you, you literally look like. <laughs> Why are you making this face though? Because I'm like yawning when I took the photo. Yeah, and so it's like it's distorted. So it's like that. I'm sorry, you look exactly the same as how you did. Ballooned? Are you kidding me? I'm not kidding you. Oh, you're talking about my body. I mean, like my no. face and my hair. Are you fucking kidding me? Okay, hold no, on. Hold on a second. I'm, I'm hold talking on a second. face and hair. Hold on a second. Hold on a second. I have to go to the hidden folder on my. You gotta phone. amp it up. Um, I, I'm. I'm very sympathetic, but... Wait a minute. I this mean, is not giving... Dan. 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 My body before treatment. My body before treatment. Okay, so this is me naked. This is me naked in the fucking Balenciaga showroom in Manhattan. I was okay. stunning. I was stunning. I know. I was sexy as fuck. And now I turned into a, a, a literal bagel body. That's me swimming naked at my parents' house. <laughs> I'm sorry, you gained like eight pounds. I gained literally 25 pounds. <laughs> I look like shit, but it's temporary. It's fine. Of course, but it's also fine. like the after, I'm like, people prefer. Yeah, but people prefer the after and it boils my blood. And it's like, I was I'm bo- stunning. I was I at mean, the Jill, apex. I, I was at that. I right was now. at the apex of my sexuality and it was robbed from me. And nobody gave me the time of day. And now. <laughs> and now. Give me full Tyra. Learn from this. I, learn from this. I'm exhausted by it. I know. And. And and now I have to deal with monkeypox, and I'm <laughs> and I'm never going to get fucking late again. Hi, I'll have the Corona lymphoma monkeypox special. That's me. Ugh. Three years without like properly getting dick. Could down. you even get the monkeypox vaccine? Absolutely. Okay. But I called the hospital and I was like, "Do you have one? Like, do you have priority?" I and mean, I wrote the I wrote the email because you're immunocompromised. The, correct. Well, technically compromised. But te- technically, technically, I'm not anymore because my oncologist told me four weeks after chemo, he's I'd like, be "You're fine. not special, bitch." She told she she, she never thought this I was is special. Connie. Connie never thought I was special. Connie. Connie hated me. We gotta get Connie <laughs> on the pod. <laughs> we should. Connie fucking <laughs> hated me. Connie's a third mic would be great. Connie hated me. Connie hated me, but... No, but Connie's kind of like Abby Lee Miller, where it's like, it takes like 20 years to be like, oh, you taught me so much. And she knows what she's doing. Or not. (laughs) I remember she... Okay, so when I had my second PET scan during treatment, it was a dramatic reduction in cancer. And we were like panning through my body. And her and I were kind of just like gagging over this. We had like, it was our first intimate moment together because she was like very fucking frigid. So her and I are looking at these scans. She'd never taken her clothes off in front of you before. No, but she didn't show any warmth. But she mm-hmm. was really warm to me when I had my second pet scan. Yeah, I mean, it's a tough gig, yeah. It's a very tough gig. You are desensitized. You have to tell people amazing news, and you have to tell people that they're literally going to die. Yeah. And that sucks. But that is the job of an oncologist. Yeah. They dictate 
how much chemo you get and they try to treat you and you cannot save everybody and that was that was wildly evident when i was at the hospital because when i was there i always felt like absolute shit when i was getting chemo but also at the same time the thing that kind of like grounded me was i would like see these people that would walk into the hospital and i was like i'm so fucking lucky i'm so lucky Yes, I have to go through this, and I'm 31, now I'm 32, but I was 31 at the time. And I was just so grateful. And all of the oncology RNs took such good care of me. There is nothing like an oncology RN. There was one in, there was one in particular. I got her three times. They would rotate who took who who got yeah. patients. I was always going to chemo on a Friday, but I went every other Friday for six months. And I got this one nurse three times. And she quite literally was 23 years old and she could not get an IV in me for the life of her. She had so much difficulty putting an IV in me. Getting an IV in you to get to receive chemo is such a game onto itself like i had big needle no it's it's really long but the diameter is very small okay they're really disgusting i have have a lot of photos of like them like putting chemo into me one of the chemos was also i'm just like another like manual hot flattering photo i mean there's nothing sexy about that no i know but the photos you showed me i'm like you look from earlier I looked really good in October of 2021. Yeah. I looked hot as fuck in that Balenciaga showroom. <laughs> what were you even doing in there? I went to Barney Greengrass and got like... Yeah, buy some like thigh-high boots with a stiletto built into it. What I got I got a nice breakfast because I wanted to go to Barney Greengrass because it's the best smoked fish in the entire fucking city. What is Barney Greengrass? Barney Greengrass is like the Russ and Daughters of the Upper West Side. Oh. Have you ever been? No, it's I've never f- been to like a luxury fashion store. Okay, well, let me back up. No Let's talk about smoked there. salmon. <laughs> Let's not. We're okay. going to talk about Frankel's today. It's no, fine. fuck Frankel's. But Barney Greengrass. got around here, though. But it's true. But I went to the Upper West Side for it, and it's exceptional. And it is a legacy restaurant. And then hmm. from there, I walked to Central Park, and then I walked south into Central Park, and the Balenciaga is like 58th and madison yeah and i was like i just want to like go in here and try on something and strip your clothes off and take photos but the entire dressing did you try anything on yeah i tried on several things what'd you try on several pairs of pants pants they have pants they have great pants yeah but not for me though i can't pull off big pants you could pull off a Balenciaga pair of pants no I look like a child in like snow pants Mm, trust me but but you have to realize something about okay listen to me if you live in New York and you've never been to the Balenciaga showroom in Manhattan the dressing rooms are entirely mirrored the ceiling is mirrored every wall is mirrored so you look like an absolute snack my worst nightmare you look like an absolute snack you look like a snack you look incredible do you did i not look fucking hot as shit in that photo you did i would look like an absolute trough you don't of slop no i'm just saying if you are if you are a little bit of an 
if you want if you want the like if you want the like a grade nude to send somebody on scruff you take it there that's all i'm saying okay good to know i'm just saying which i've sent jill we've done like an hour and 40 something minutes Mm -hmm. what do we want to gather from your experience like what did you have like some realization some moments obviously no pressure but like was there any wisdom that you were just like oh shit like my life could be cut short did like you behave differently did you have different habits like you know being I mean, pers- you seem the same person which is great I mean I just I'm glad you're not like I, you don't seem deflated at all no I rebounded very well I love to see that I will say chemo is excruciating. There's nothing to compare it to. If you are young and you've gone through chemo and you're listening, you understand. But it's kind of like being on a carousel that's going 65 miles an hour. It's Mm -hmm. wild. It's miserable. You swell like a balloon. You feel like shit. Well, not that much. We've kind of proven that. You You would swell after treatment, though. Okay. You can, like... You can like deflate, but you swell like a balloon. I couldn't give you a good photo. I apologize. If you stand in different mirrors, you might not deflate that much or inflate that much. You feel like absolute shit. That is the consensus. You feel terrible, and it's it's hard to have your body filled with poison and then kind of try to like COVID vaccine. It's different. (laughs) It's so much more poison. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, I I, know. Okay, that'd be less. Um, it's insane. It was an insane experience. What I can take away from it is going through chemo, your pain threshold is so much fucking higher. (coughs) Dealing kind of like, kind of like being presented with like your own mortality fucks with you a lot. Right. That's kind of what I'm interested in kind of uh, exploring it a little bit. You know, things that things that would drive me apeshit don't bother me anymore i definitely feel like a more vulnerable person but simultaneously so much more resilient um Mm -hmm. you're also like you know you're talking to me at a very specific time in my life where i'm like in the process of regenerating yeah i was like actively mugged for six months and i'm like trying to like build myself back for those listening that don't have a visual, like, you know, you wear, like, a bandana and you have, like, basically no hair. Although, I will say, I can see it's coming back. But you Very slowly. used to be, like, the hairiest person I knew. I liked being hairy. And then you were, like, Stripped. smooth. And I saw you on the street. And I was like, oh, Joe. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I knew what was going on. Right. Um, but, uh, who is texting you? Do you... <laughs> So many people. It's so a group. It's a group text. That's why it's oh, okay. But it doesn't matter. It's irrelevant, babe. It doesn't matter. It's irrelevant. It's irrelevant. But I mean, we can like wind down. Yes. I guess. One thing I want to mention is I'm going to Asbury Park on Thursday. For some reason, my friend has a cousin who's a rapper. I don't know anything about this, but we're staying at the Asbury Park Hotel and the Bunk Empress. Beds. 
I think it's called Asbury Hotel. I don't know. I don't know about I an Asbury. New. Oh well, the Empress is like where you go like party. I don't think it's Empress. I, maybe it is. You will love the Empress. It's called Asbury Park Hotel. Okay, I don't know it. Well, well, I have fun and as and how far away is that from where you grew up? Asbury Park is commonly referred to as down the shore. I did not grow up down the shore. I grew up. I grew up. Uh, I grew up like. I grew up like. 15 minutes west of Montclair. And people oh. people know where Montclair is. People don't know the town that That's I grew up in. That's very far north, right? It's like immediately outside of the city. Where's Franklin Lakes? I know a lot of the housewives of New Jersey. Franklin Lakes is in Bergen County. And that is probably an hour... An hour and twenty outside of Manhattan is very close. Oh, it's oh, that's actually not that where much. my parents live. How many bathrooms did you have growing up? In the house? Yeah, in the house. Well, technically only uh, one and a half because okay. my parents had their own bathroom that no one used. Yeah, we just had one. We had a half bath downstairs, but all of the. I mean, if you live in Franklin Lakes. You have eight. Correct. Yeah. Yeah. Franklin Lakes is Franklin Lakes is very much new money. It's very bathroom centric. Yeah. It's bathroom centric. It's also screaming new money. It's Teresa Judice, yeah. Well technically she lived in Montville. Oh. She doesn't live in Franklin Lakes. Oh, I thought it was Franklin Lakes. That like hideous house that she built season one. Yeah, she sold it, but yeah. Well, that house was not in Franklin Lakes. Also, that sold for like $1.8 million, which, by the way, I watched them. We're both on Zillow, Street Easy, whatever. Love it. In Greenpoint, like a three bedroom, like just whatever condo is $1.8 million. I live in. So Teresa Judice has like multiple different roundabout driveways, a fucking carport that's the size of the house I grew up in. Ponds, pool, 1.8. That house is a war crime. <laughs> that house was disgusting. It's this, Halliburton. I, yes. No. Halliburton. Texas money's a, its <laughs> own animal, my dear. Don't talk about Texas money. That's a separate episode. I didn't know the Halliburton was a trigger for it's, you, Joe. It's Texas money. Texas oil money is a totally different animal. I live in a 2.5 million dollar tear down <laughs> you do quite literally i didn't realize there were only two floors in this building because i'm like, the only tenant yeah i was like expecting to like uh i remember you lived at the top of the stairs but i know is the second floor for some reason i remember a third it, it is a two-story and like there's a condo next door being Massive, built correct there's a building between you and the next condo that just finished Things are popping on McGinnis Guinness Boulevard. Boulevard. I'm doxing your location, bitch. <laughs> Go to Moe's Donuts. Wait for Joe. <laughs> it's fine. Nobody would know. Nobody would know. Nobody would know. No one's going to know. No one walks on McGinnis anyway. They would never know. That's horrible to walk on. It's miserable. It's a highway. I live on a highway. They're trying to make it safe. And I was like, what's this whole, like, thing? And it's like, they're trying to make a bike lane. And that's it. And I'm like, 
it's like a terrible idea. People drive just ride down like a side street. People literally, what? people literally drive fifty miles an hour down McGarris Boulevard, and it's a twenty-five zone. People don't give a fuck. New York has speed cameras now. It's a new thing. You gotta watch out for, Joe. Be careful. I don't go anywhere. You don't go. You know. You go to Petco. You go to Hess. <laughs> I go Where to you Coke. Go? You go to Coke. You go to your Coke dealer. Uh, well, I think we did it. We did. Can we join hands? Thank you. <laughs> Thank you so much for having me. This is a pleasure. Thanks for coming on the pod and um, like bearing your soul and your your story. I'm, I'm glad that uh, I thought I was going to cry tonight. Me too. And I didn't. And I did not. I'm glad we kept it together because like, humor is, you know, I went through it. Ins- I went through an insane ordeal. And currently, the only thing that matters to me is seeing Podcasting. people is seeing people that I care about. Right. And you're one of them, and it's nice to see you. I'm again. honored to be one of those people. I was gone for a really long time, and I was I was I didn't absent. Really I was absent. Kidding. I'm absent. I was absent in a lot of people's <laughs> lives, um, and I missed that tremendously. I missed my like chosen family. Mm-hmm. I was force fed the family that I am like tethered to by blood, and it only makes me want to deviate even further. Yeah, I was so happy to run into the night, and like I remember you actually telling me this. You're like, you're normally not this nice of a person that's not true i never said that or it was like i always think you're nice you're very nice to me you were never nasty to me agreed you definitely i was a little more and i was a little more you know or i think you were we were talking about like kind of like people like dark sided when they drink or something and you were like oh no you actually you know you maybe expected something else we, we both we both like i could have gone like dark but i was just like so happy to see you and you do look great thank you and i'm like oh i was happy to see you in the flesh because only seen glimpses on like you know instagram stories well i also publicly told everybody on instagram as well yeah but i only told people after i got such a positive review of my second scan my second scan went very well which we did not cover i had like a dramatic reduction in cancer so i expect praise praise. so i expect the same next week there's no confirmation i might need radiation i might need more chemo which like drives me apeshit i don't want more chemo but also there is the possibility that i am in remission and i want that more than anything i want that more than anything too let's cheers to that and wrap it up thank you joe thank you oh i didn't didn't sip but you have to sip all right well i guess we're done anything left unsaid you want to do you want to plug anything oh wait you got like can i plug one thing yeah if you have a weird bump on your body go to the doctor but my bump the shoulder that's I would go for that you would go for that yeah because only because only from the experience that I just lived through right it's it's a little weird but not to make it about me guys find a doc I don't even have I don't don't know I have like Medicare I yes I have a good internist for you in yes internist yeah I have someone for you 
I think I could just get drunk with an exacto and just kind of do not lance yourself. <laughs> it's disgusting. I'm joking. Um. Well, thanks for tuning in, Joe. Thanks. This is fun. I mean, I blast, baby. This is uh, this is gonna be one for the books. I think. Good. Uh, no one's ever, you know, had a story like this before. Unfortunately. Well, I guess fortunately. I'm happy. Fortunately. I'm happy. I'm happy people. I'm happy most 30 year olds. You want everyone. I just want everyone to be healthy. To have just, cancer and die. No, I just, I, no, I just want. Just. I, I understand it's very. It's, in, it's, it's very scary if you have to go through something like this. And if you don't consider it an absolute blessing. But also at the same time, especially if you live in New York. Or a major city and you're listening to this it is absolutely imperative no one knows your body better than you and if something is off i'm gonna lance myself yeah do not fucking lance yourself with an exacto blade go to the doctor no, i'm lancing tonight please don't i'm not going to good i'm gonna ignore it for years until it turns into a huge problem that's but you know i just for the record hope everyone knows <laughs> You know, I'm joking off. <laughs> it's because I do. I mean, you 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 do kind of look radiant. You look good. And thank you. I look okay for just for for getting blasted with chemo. I look fine. Okay, but you're like wearing. Can we actually? This is like fun. Go for it. You're wearing the bandana around your head. Yes. You could just do a baseball cap, which I, I sell on my website. Oh, I should have brought you one. Yeah, you did. I'll give you one. You fucked up. But you know, it's kind of. Uh, you're not milking it but you know no no hat only bandana it's comfortable it's silk (laughs) but you wouldn't have worn it before because you had a full luscious head of hair I hated hats yeah well I I, you know I'm bald and I feel like my head's too small for my huge body so I have to kind of balance it out you wear a hat well thank you Joe you're welcome and uh, <laughs> that horn <laughs> it's perfect I live on a highway we live on the highway okay cheers final sip good night everyone good night follow Joe on Instagram buy ceramics bitch it's gorgeous stuff um, I'll be back we'll talk about Asbury Park okay good night bye bye